Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, it is June 1st, first day of summer and last day of life here on Earth. It's been a good run. We've had a good time, but it's over. Uh, Greta Thunberg, that world-renowned expert on climate, declared today the end of the earth, end of the world. And she's taken a lot of grief for this because she is a dummy. She's a high school dropout. She's just a child, even though I don't, I know she's an adult now, but she's a child who's been brainwashed by her socialist radical parents and professors and teachers and all the rest of the fear mongers like John Kerry and Al Gore and everybody else who said climate change is going to kill us all, including Joe Biden, by the way, who says he switched from white supremacy is the biggest threat to, to us, the biggest existential threat. Now it's climate change. I guess because they couldn't find any white supremacists. So they switched. Here was Greta's tweet five years ago today. She said, a top climate scientist is warning that climate change will wipe out all of humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. Well, we did not stop using fossil fuels over the last five years. uh, And we're still here. So once again, the climate nuts get it wrong. But I don't want to place all the blame on Greta. It's like blaming the the idiot, the kids who have been storming uh, state houses and throwing soup on paintings. They're, they they didn't come up with this idea on their own. We have to we have to uh, get this straight. The people who are brainwashing these idiots are at fault. The ones who convince kids, college kids, high school kids to lay down in traffic or drop their pants in the state house which happened in Massachusetts last week where a bunch of guys dropped their drawers and shined their asses at the, uh, at the house reps uh, and they painted things on their asses. Those guys, it's not all their fault. Somebody convinced them that we're all going to die. It's a lie. Obviously it's an, it's a lie designed to uh, wrest more power away from the people, give it to the ruling class. It's a, it's a way to raise taxes, spend more money, re, redo our, uh, our economy. That's the goal from people like Ed Markey and AOC. You know, smart people see through it. They know it's a big scam. But can you blame a kid if his professor in college is telling him, you know, if we don't stop using fossil fuels, the earth is going to burn up and we're all going to die? I guess you got to be a little more skeptical, a little more, uh, a little smarter when it comes to uh, uh, lies like this. But uh, not many people asked, who is the climate scientist, the top climate, she said singular, a top climate scientist who is warning this. And uh, a guy named Steve Malloy, who's a great follow on Twitter, he's a is uh, is his handle is junk science and he does nothing but debunk all the climate alarmism every day. It's a great follow. You should follow Steve Malloy at junk science. He finds the guy. It's a, you're not going to believe this, a Harvard professor. She's referring to his name is James Anderson. He's the top sci- uh, the top scientist who uh, made the incorrect prediction that Greta tweeted out. It's remarkable. Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology at Harvard. And he's exactly what you'd expect. He's a, an old guy that looks like a, a total crank. He's the Philip Weld Professor in the Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology, Earth and Planetary Sciences at the School of Engineering and Applied Scientists at Harvard. He's the chairman of the Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology, or he was at Harvard. Uh, He was elected to the National Academy of Science in 1992. He's esteemed, he's respected, he's renowned, and he's a complete friggin' idiot. This guy is telling Harvard kids, Harvard students, that if we don't stop using oil and gas, 
the world's going to end. It's, it's, and, and this is, this is Harvard. And this is a chairman of the, this is a guy who's made a fortune selling lies, peddling lies, scaring children. I think it's time. We got to, we got to identify people like James Anderson for the, for the liars that they are, for the hysterical uh, uh, fools that they are. It's not all Greta's fault. It's not all these kids who lay down in traffic. It's the people who are brainwashing them like this guy. Imagine that you go to Harvard. Not only do you go to Harvard and uh, learn from Lori Lightfoot and Bill de Blasio, you also learn from James Anderson, who tells you, if we don't stop people from using gas, using natural gas, uh, oil, that we're all going to die. And by the way, every single person who lays down in traffic or disrupts a state, they got, a, they got an iPhone in their pocket, right? They didn't walk to these protests. You know, they, they, that iPhone requires fossil fuels. You know, their clothes, their cars, even if it's a, even if it's a Prius requires fossil fuels. It's just so insane. Just stop oil is their slogan that they scream. If we ever stopped oil, we'd be back in the dark ages. People would die. It, it is just the, the most insane idea ever propagated on, on, on people, and yet they just keep saying, it just keeps getting worse. Every day there's another crowd of these idiots screaming and blocking traffic and, and, and vandalizing museums, and I hope we get to the point where we just, we just stop listening to these fools, Harvard professors and senators and presidents who are all lying to you, kids. It is a lie, as we just proved. You, want, you ever look at the list of predictions that have gone wrong they've been predicting the end of the world for uh, 50 years they predicted an ice age in the 70s they said the ozone layer had a hole in it in the 80s they said acid rain was going to kill us all in the 90s and now it's and then it was global warming which didn't fly so they turned it into climate change and now every decision everybody makes is about climate every time the president opens his mouth and tells a lie it's about climate and we must do something about climate you can't do anything about climate. Get that through your heads. All right. You know what? Sadly, Greta is may have been right in a little small way that the world may be ending for five people today, as everybody knows, as, as the uh, cable news has covered 24-7. The submersible. You're not supposed to call it a submarine because submarines can leave from port. A submersible has to leave from a boat. Did you know that, Ironhead? I just assumed it was racist. I don't know. <laughs> I, never, I never heard. I never knew what a submersible was. But when this first, the story first broke, I assumed it was a submarine. I assumed five people on it, $250,000 for each person. Uh, I thought these people knew what they were doing. I figured it would look like a submarine in Crimson Tide, you know, be, have like bedrooms and bathrooms and kitchens and all kinds of electronics. It's the size of a minivan. It holds five people. There are no chairs. There's no seats. There's a toilet with a curtain that goes across it for them to use. They have bare feet, and they're sitting on the floor. We don't know if they're still alive. As everybody knows, there's enough air to get them through Thursday, which is tomorrow. Um, most people, I think, they don't want to say it, but you get the sense that all the experts and observers and coast guards, people the, that they think these people, these five people are doomed. They think they're going to die if they haven't died, died already, which is pretty obvious. What a way to go. Here's what I can't get past. I, I mean, I'm not going to mock them for doing this. These are adventurous people. One of the guys we, we mentioned yesterday, would you rather go up on a rocket like a SpaceX rocket or a, uh, uh, what's the uh, the name of uh, uh, Bezos's rocket? Uh, I think he went up in Bezos's rocket already. This guy has a lot of money and he's adventurous as hell, and he's uh, and he's like set records. And this is what he does: he goes on these wild adventures. And uh, yeah, his name is um, Hamish. Harding, he's 58 years old. He'd previously flown into space on a Blue Origin mission. That's uh, Bezos's company, I believe. He was with Buzz Aldrin uh, when they went when he, when he went to the South Pole, 
and was on a flight mission that visited both of Earth's poles in record time. So he's done a lot of adventurous things. He has a lot of money. He's down there in this minivan, and uh, he's with uh, four other people, including the Pakistani billionaire uh, and his son. His name is the, the billionaire's name is Shanzada Dawood. His son Suleiman. He's 19 years old. The two of them, and well, I should say the the, uh, the 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 four of them. Here, here's the bizarre part, and I and I keep thinking about this, and I don't know, I don't know why. It's just I can't get past it. They are with the CEO of uh, the company. He's on this mission. He's um, um, what is he? Forty. He's forty. Uh, Forty-eight years old, I believe. Let me get the exact uh, age of the CEO. His name is Stockton. Um, let me get the. The, uh, I want to get all their names here. Get all their names. Get it right. We got uh, who's on board. Shadi uh, 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 Suleiman, the founder and CEO's name is Stockton Rush. The Ocean. He's, he he founded the company OceanGate. This is his idea. This is his sub. His submersible. This is his mission. Now picture. There's four of them on there. A couple of billionaires and and one 19 year old kid, and uh, this guy. And they are, are, are doomed. It's dark. They're running out of air. They're going to die. And it's his fault. I mean, how else do you look at it? He founded the thing. It's his idea. It's his mission. They gave him 250000 each, and he's going to get them killed. Not only are they uh, panicking, probably. Maybe they're even in the dark, but they probably know they're going to die. But they're in the sub with the guy who did this to them. Can you imagine sitting there and if you have any light, you're looking across at the guy who's who, who put this all together, who didn't take proper precautions. Now they might not know this part, but uh, there's a, uh, there's an incredible cut from this guy, Stockton rush. And uh, like everything else in the world today, uh, he's talking about diversity now this this I don't know I don't know if this thing's gonna uh, have any legs if this thing's gonna be a big deal, but this is amazing. This is amazing. Think of this: the guy who put the mission together, the guy who owns the submersible, who came up with the idea, who said, "Let's go two and a half miles to the bottom of the ocean." Um, when he hires people, when he looks for people to you know run the mission, uh, handle the sub, the boat, whatever. He doesn't want the old white guys. No, we don't want old white guys. We want to be diverse. And we say this all the time. It's one thing to be diverse in a, you know, in a college, you know, sociology course of have a diverse uh, faculty at some private college or high school. It's one thing to be diverse at, in the, in the mayor's office in Boston. It's another thing to be diverse when you're picking a pilot or a surgeon. There are certain jobs where diversity cannot be a consideration. You have to look for the best, the best of the best. I would put this in one of those categories. I'd say if you're looking for someone to, to, to man your submersal or design your, plan your whole trip, you don't want to, you don't want to worry about what, what race they are or what sexual orientation or what age they are. You want the best. Well, not Stockton Rush. This is incredible. We got the sound of Stockton Rush, CEO, um, talking about what he looks for when he hires people to work at his company, which is <laughs> which brings people to the bottom of the ocean, pe- rich people, powerful people to the bottom of the ocean in a minivan. Sounds a little scary, doesn't it? Sounds like you would really need the best people, the best engineers, the best oceanographers. Not not Stockton Rush. He wants, you know, inspiring people. Not competent, not brilliant, you know, not the best. He wants people who inspire him. Listen to this. Uh, yes, I mean, when I started the business, one of the things you'll find, there are other sub-operators out there, but they, they typically um, have uh, gentlemen who are ex-military submariners, and they you'll see a whole bunch That's of 50-year-old white guys. Um, I wanted our team to be younger, to be inspirational, and I'm not going to inspire a 16-year-old to, to go pursue marine technology. 
but a 25 year old, uh, you know, who's a sub pilot or a, a platform operator, or one of our techs can be inspirational. And so we've really tried to, to get, um, very intelligent, motivated, younger individuals involved because we're doing things that are completely new. We're taking approaches that are used largely in the aerospace industry is related to safety and uh, some of the, the preponderance of checklists, uh, things we do for risk assessments and things like that that are more aviation related than um, ocean related. And we can train people to do that. We can train someone to pilot the sub. We use a game controller um, so anybody can drive the sub. That's the craziest that, part. That is true. If you see the controller, it looks like some uh, looks I have on an Xbox. Yeah. It's just a little thing. He, there was one guy who was going to go on one of these expeditions, and he got there to wherever they are, Newfound, uh, Newfound, Newfoundland in Canada, and said it didn't feel right. He looked around and said he wasn't reassured, and he bailed. I think he was trying to get his money back because he didn't feel confident. That guy is the luckiest man alive. He should be. Uh, you know, the face of this failed mission, the guy who thought better of it when he got there and took a look around. But this, the CEO is saying he doesn't want ex-military experts who are in the military who are old white guys. He needs young people who are inspirational. Well, I don't know how that Pakistani billionaire feels as he and his 19-year-old son are taking their last breaths, but he should take comfort in the fact that the guy sitting across from him, the CEO, um, celebrated diversity. He must feel good. I mean, let's be honest. Who would want old white guys who are in the military running the mission? Instead, you have inspirational young people who are getting these five people killed, probably already got them killed. Here's a couple of observations as I watch and, and digest this nonstop coverage. A couple of things that I can't get past. One. They're trying to find the, the submersible, right? They say they heard pings last night. Pings in the middle of the ocean. I, I, aren't there like pings all the time? It's the ocean. Anyway, they heard noises to give some people hope. Um, they don't have a plan. If they find it and they're in it and they realize and they're alive, there's no plan on how to recover it. There's only two vehicles or two submarines in the world that have the ability to retrieve something two and a half miles down. And I don't think either of them are on the scene. So they may find the submersible and not be able to recover it, which would be brutal, painful. I can't imagine a worse way to go. I know we've had like miners trapped, big stories of the Chilean miners or kids who fall into, into holes, into wells, and they have a whole dramatic rescue. Um, I can't imagine a worse way to go. I always thought the worst way to go would be drowning. I was always afraid to drown when I was a kid. Imagine uh, you're in the submersible, in the sub. You know you're running out of air. You know you only have, whatever, 24 hours, 12 hours left, and soon you won't be able to breathe. Even worse, if you're the the Pakistani billionaire, your 19-year-old son is sitting next to you gasping for air. Could there be a worse fate? I guess there could be. And they spent they spent a half a, a half a million dollars for the honor, the pleasure of suffocating to death on the bottom of the ocean. Here's the other thing that, that I, Greg Kelly last night on on Newsmax showed this 3D tour you could take online of uh, of the Titanic, and you can look in it, and, and it's it looks pretty accurate, looks pretty realistic. I'd say before I dropped the half a million dollars, flew to Newfoundland, went down in a little minivan, I'd say, you know, maybe this scratched the itch I had to see what the Titanic looks like now. That would be good enough for me. Maybe because I'm too cheap and I'm not adventurous enough. And God bless the adventurous, you know, uh, uh, what is the what is the term? Uh, fortune favors the bold. Uh, that was what Matt Damon said when he was trying to sell people on junk, you know, crypto. Uh, fortune favors the bold. Not in this case. These guys are bold. They're adventurous. The world needs adventurers. God knows we wouldn't be here without them. But these poor bastards uh, made, I don't know, a, a, a really tragic, foolish decision. This does not look like something you could feel good about. Uh, going down in this little thing with the controller that looks like that. 
It looks like something out of a 1980s video game. No, that's not what it looks like. That's the actual controller. It's not even custom made. It's a Logitech controller. A Logitech controller. I got a Logitech mic here, don't I? Uh, wow. Camera, that's, uh, that's, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know who that guy is that thought twice and decided to take a pass and said, I'm not going down in that, but he should be front row center because that's a man with some good judgment. I just feel bad for the 19 year old kid. You know, dad was pushing this. It's a father son thing. Let's go see the Titanic. This kid had one of the guys on the thing was 70 something years old. This kid's 19 and he's going to, He's going to suffocate to death any minute did if you, he hasn't already. Did you see that uh, one of the billionaire's stepsons was at a Blink-182 concert last yes, night? Yes, yes. His son, the way he uh, handled the stress was to go see Blink-182. Well, <laughs> He said, uh, my family would have wanted me to go there. Right, is right. What this, is what dad, this is what dad would have wanted. Man, you can't pass up on that Blink-182 concert where your father is under, is two miles down and you're not sure if he's going to live or die. That's, that's, that guy is cold, man. I don't, yeah. he deserves any, any grief he gets. Uh, yeah, there were lots of people mocking him. I didn't see that many people mocking the actual victims. They're mocking the stepson and maybe the CEO. The CEO deserves to be mocked. The CEO who uh, prioritized diversity over competence, that guy deserves to be mocked. And I know the, the waiver they had to sign was extensive and, and, and controversial, but there has to be liability here. These guys, all have money. They're all powerful. They got to have a way to sue this company and sue this, this, the estate of this idiot CEO who, you know, wanted to make sure all his employees were inspirational. So if you had some wonky, brilliant engineer who, you know, was fascinated by undersea adventure and he was white and he was old, you say, nah, we need someone young and inspirational. We need, I don't know, another Corinne John Pierre. <laughs> We will get to KJP because uh, Tucker uh, Tucker posted another Tucker Twitter video, and it's great. Each one has been better than the last. This is such a good format for Tucker. 12 minutes, a 12-minute monologue, biting, ruthless, critical, just uh, Tucker at his best. No commercials, no guests, and he goes at a couple of our favorites in the latest one. Uh, goes at Stephen K. Well, it's about Hunter Biden, of course, but... He uh, includes a, a good uh, a good rip job of Stephen King and of Corrine John Pierre. We'll get to that. We got all the latest on Hunter. The idea that the, 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 you know what this was above all else. This was a gift to the mainstream media. This was a gift to Joe Scarborough and Andrea Mitchell and Chuck Todd and Stephanie Rule. They. They know it's a lie. They know that this isn't legit. This isn't on the level. They know that Tucker, uh, that Tucker, that Hunter is getting a sweetheart deal. They know that in their bones, unless they're total idiots like Jim Acosta. But for the most part, they know what happened here. They know the system is rigged. They know there's two tiers of justice. They know that most people, most average Americans, all Republicans would be doing time if they did what Hunter did. They know Hunter's the most protected man in America, but what um, the U.S. attorney Weiss did was hand them this gift, say, listen, he's pleading guilty to two misdemeanors and he's getting a, going to a diversion program on the gun. When he completes the program, he can own a gun again. They know an average American goes to prison for what Hunter did, but they won't admit it. They, they just say, look, it's, this, is a, this is the law. This is what happens. You get two misdemeanors. There are some remarkable developments in this case. We'll tell, we'll get, we got the sound from uh, Hunter's attorney who was asked, did you talk about the laptop with the U.S. attorney investigators? Did they look at the laptop? You're not going to believe his answer. It's amazing. Uh, a former CNN producer was sentenced for his crimes and his crimes are the sickest, most disgusting. I think, is this normal at CNN? Is this what CNN people do with uh, their free time? We'll tell you about what he did to children, to women and their children, what he did with women and their children. At least he's doing time. I wonder what all his friends at CNN would have said if he got probation, if he got, you know, a diversionary program and the Pentagon, Loses $6.2 billion, uh, an accounting error. They made an accounting error and sent $6.2 billion to uh, Ukraine that they weren't supposed to send. In other words, for the price of one accounting error, 
They could have built the wall on the southern border. That's all. Just six point two billion. You know, it happens. My accountant is really good, but sometimes he dies. Sometimes he forgets about you know six billion dollars. It happens. We'll get to that and lots more. But first, I, it's, 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 excuse me. Are you at war with your skin, an unbearable itch causing uncontrollable scratching that damages your skin even more? With drug-free topical Eximate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch. Imagine jumping in the pool or simply washing your hands without that prickly sting of needles. Even better, when it's your baby that you can finally sleep through the night. Enjoy every aspect of life again with Eximate. Feel comfortable with your skin, no matter where the itch or why. With a 100% drug-free, doctor-developed Eximate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch, or your money back. Call 800-854-1262. 800-854-1262. All right, where to begin on this Hunter Biden scandal? Uh, there's a couple things that make you just go, whoa, this is uh, this is so rigged. Um, a, we all we talked about this yesterday, broke yesterday. Obviously, you've heard about it. Hunter got a sweetheart deal, a slap on the wrist, whatever you want to call it. Jonathan Turley said it was like giving a parking ticket to the getaway driver to bank robbery. Every honest person, every uh, objective analysis uh came to no other conclusion other than it was a sweetheart deal, a gift. Uh, Hunter Biden, if he weren't a Biden, if he weren't uh, the president's scumbag son, would be in prison now. I talk, I've talked Thanks. about it before. My best friend was was uh, uh, did six months in federal prison for uh, tax evasion because he paid people, some people under the table at his business. That was it. Went to federal prison. That's how it works. Federal prison. Uh, federal prosecutors have it like a 96% um, conviction rate. They put you away for tax evasion. The remarkable thing is I could talk about this all day. It's just such a scandal. It's just so rigged. It's so wrong. Everybody knows it. Some people are lying. We'll get to those people in the mainstream media who, who will do anything to circle the wagons and protect Joe Biden. But, uh, but there's a couple things here. A normal person who doesn't pay taxes goes to jail that, that they just do a normal person who lies on a gun form goes to jail. They just do. There's a countless examples of, of cases. We've heard about Kodak Jack and I mean, uh, Kodak black, <laughs> Kodak Jack, Kodak black. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Uh, Lil Wayne. There's just a couple examples. There's thousands out Wesley there. Snipes. Wesley Snipes. I mean, there's all kinds of examples. My friend, you know, people go to prison when they do these things. Hunter Biden belongs in prison. Hell, probably be good for them. Robert Downey Jr. just did a pro- podcast. He went on that uh, podcast with Dax Shepard and talked about the year he did in prison because he f- had a court-ordered drug test and he overslept and he missed the d- drug test. They put him in jail, Robert Downey Jr., for a year. He didn't lie in a gun form and, and illegally obtain a handgun. He just didn't show up for the P test and he went away. Uh, he talks about it and how scared he was. He said, you could smell the evil coming off people. That's, that's how it works. You, you, you do the crime, you do the time, unless you are a Biden. But two things jumped out at me. One, the, and, and this is interesting. It tells you a lot. Hunter Biden's lawyer said the case is over. It's resolved. It's done. Uh, so the media ran with that. Said it's over. We're done here. Uh, the media who doesn't even acknowledge the laptop from hell, that doesn't even acknowledge all the crimes he committed, admitted to committing. Uh, the other thing, um, the, the, they say it's closed, right? The U.S. attorney says it is not, said that the case is still open. This is so, just is so rigged. So Hunter can say, oh, it's closed. And his defenders and the media and, you know, the Democrats can all say it's closed. The, the U.S. attorney can say it's open so we can't answer questions or turn over documents to, say, the House Oversight Committee. They can continue to stonewall uh, under the reasoning that the case is still open. So it's convenient for the U.S. attorney to say it's open and it's convenient for hunters to say it's closed. Can't be both, but they're both going to, to claim whatever they have to claim to make this story go away. But here's the most remarkable thing. This guy's name is Chris Clark, correct? 
He's this. He's a lawyer for Tucker. He's got a beard and he's kind of disheveled. Hunter. Hunter. He goes, Hunter. A lawyer for Hunter. <laughs> Jesus, I got <laughs> Let's hope it's not Tucker. <laughs> uh, goes on MSNBC. Obviously, finds a safe landing spot. Goes on NBC. Who are they? Were rooting hard for him. They like him. They like Tucker. I'm God. Hunter. They hate Tucker. Uh, uh, but listen to this. You this. To a reminder, this investigation went on for five and a half years. Five and a half years. They had a whole full force of the federal government behind them. They had investigators, lawyers, whole team of uh, people at the U.S. Attorney's Office to investigate all the crimes. And Hunter made it easy, by the way. He chronicled all his crimes. It was all there on the laptop. I mean, there were transactions. There was money transfers. There was text messages. There was sound. There was video. We've seen it. Um, let me do this quickly before we get to the, the lawyer. I uh, I retweeted this. I mentioned this yesterday. I really think you got to see it. If you have any interest in this case at all, there's an account. Um, it's actually a website, Marco Polo, 501C3. This guy, Marco Polo, he broke down and analyzed the laptop. He came up with a 630-page report on the laptop. That's like three times longer than the book laptop from hell. It documents 450 crimes committed by the Bidens and their associates, including 140 business crimes, 191 sex crimes, 128 drug crimes. You can get a copy of this at bidencrimes.info or you could go to uh, Marco Polo on Twitter. And you could see it. I mean, they literally document, chronicle all the crimes. We've seen him, you know, with hookers, many of whom look underage. You could see him with a gun in his hand, finger on the trigger, measuring crack. Those are just a couple of examples. Those are those are crimes. And then, of course, you have the text saying that 10% to the big guy, and he had to give half his income to dad, and all the dirty dealings he did overseas. It's all there. If you haven't read The Laptop from Hell, what are you waiting for? It's a great read. And when you read it, you realize that this guy should be doing 20 years in federal prison. He committed so many crimes, admitted to them. Um, his lawyer, after a five and a half year investigation, is asked, did the investigators talk to you about the laptop? Did they ask questions about the laptop? Listen to his answer. Do you have any idea if um, Hunter Biden's laptop had anything to do with this investigation? Was it used? I don't. No, I don't. I mean, Were you I, ever asked about <laughs> it? Um, I can't recall being asked about it, to be honest with you. Um, but there's nothing about the, the situation that's being that's been filed that has a thing to do with the laptop. Why not? I don't know. You'd have to ask the prosecutors. Nothing that's been filed that has a thing to do with the laptop. Five and a half years. The FBI, by the way, had the laptop, I think, four years ago now. They had it in their possession. They had it all. Hell, they had the book if they wanted to read the book. They had the New York Post. They could have bought the Post every day and seen this. They could have gone to this website, Marco Polo, uh, and, and, and seen it all. And they didn't do it. That is quite an admission. I mean, quite a revelation when you think about it, how other than obstructing the case, other than protecting Joe Biden, protecting Hunter Biden, why else would you exclude the laptop? If you're an investigator, it's a gift. It's like, you don't have to work, man. Just look at the friggin' laptop. And they didn't. They didn't ask his lawyer, although he did kind of couch it to protect himself and say, I don't recall them asking about it. And he did say he, these charges he pled guilty to have nothing to do with what's on the laptop. That is a remarkable revelation. And that should uh, right there. Just, I mean, it's over. It's rigged. This wasn't on the level. Nothing is on the level. The entire department of justice, the U S attorney in, D in Delaware are all uh, uh, looking to do the same thing. Their objective is the same, protect Joe Biden, protect the Biden family, protect Democrats. That's it. There is, there is, the idea that no one's above the law is a joke. Hunter Biden is above the law. Anybody else. And you've seen countless examples of people getting sent to prison for 
crimes, lesser crimes than this. And and let's keep in mind uh, something else. Joe Biden, other than climate change, there's two things he talks about incessantly or somebody writes on the teleprompter and he reads. Uh, but and, and usually it's gibberish and nonsense. But two things he talks about all the time, gun violence and rich people who don't pay their fair share. Hunter Biden made $1.5 million in 2017. He made $1.5 million in 2018, $3 million. He owed 200000 in uh, federal tax. I believe that's about 7%. Didn't pay it. Didn't pay it when he was supposed to. Uh, Hunter Biden clearly is not paying his fair share. And gun violence today, Joe Biden, if he's out in public, will be talking about gun violence, taking guns away, gun violence. His son had a gun in his hand, finger on the trigger, a pile of crack on a scale and a couple of underage hookers in the room, and he was buck naked. That guy is the one, and and that guy who didn't pay his taxes, who, by the way, made $3 million for nothing. No one knows what he made the money for. That guy, Joe Biden said, um, did nothing wrong. Can we do the Stephanie Rule cut first? Because this we got a couple of amazing cuts from the media that, that are just, they're just shameless. These are people, as I say all the time, there are, there are $20 crack whores outside Penn Station right now who are uh, turning tricks. They have more professional dignity than this person right here, Stephanie Rule of NBC, MSNBC. They have more dignity than John Berman at CNN or Dan Abrams. These are just shameless whores for their, their, their guy, their president, their, the leader of their party. They will do anything, including lie their asses off to cover for the man. But this was before the case. Just a reminder, this was, I believe, in April, just a few weeks ago. Joe Biden sat down. Most of the interview was incoherent, like most of Joe Biden's interview. But listen to the question and the answer when the, the topic of Hunter and all his uh, his many high crimes comes up. Listen to listen to the way she asked the question and to make sure there's no ties to you, Mr. President, which is a lie. And then listen to what he says in response. Go ahead. Sir, there is something personal that's affecting you. Your son, while there's no ties to you could be charged by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presidency? First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. (laughs) He's done nothing wrong. This is a guy who knows exactly what Hunter's done, knows what's on the laptop, knows how how he sold influence sold access to him for millions. They made a fortune. He knows his son was a druggie. He knows his son was with underage hookers. He knows his son was bagging his other son's widow and his widow's sister. (laughs) He's done nothing wrong. Uh, He also says Hunter's the smartest man he knows. The smartest man he knows can't stop videotaping himself naked (laughs) with hookers and drugs. That's the smartest, but, but but the question's amazing. Personal, it's personal issues. Yeah, it's personal. It's taking bribes from adversarial countries and, and 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 the communist Chinese, but it's personal and it doesn't affect you. Uh, it doesn't. It's no connection to you. But will it affect you? He's done nothing wrong. That that's a campaign ad right there for I don't know RFK Jr. Hopefully or whoever he runs against in the general, but. That was before the indictment or the uh, the uh, conviction, the guilty plea from Hunter. After the, I was curious how this would all unfold yesterday, just like I expected. They circled the wagons. They immediately said it's not a sweetheart deal. I think the one the one reporter we have here, she said it's not a sweetheart deal. It's good for it's good for Hunter though. He doesn't have to go to jail. He doesn't have to do anything. But it's not a sweetheart deal, uh, honey. That's the definition of a sweetheart deal. But listen to these shameless night walkers out here uh, spinning this thing for for Hunter. The uh, you want the CNN one when they're just giddy. <laughs> and, uh, we got the we got the uh, oh yeah, this is a good one too. This is John Berman who was booted off the morning show. He's so boring. Uh, but uh, circling the wagons around their guy. I mean, I knew they would be doing their best to to spin this, but I they they just have no shame. You have to admit. Right that uh, this was a deal 
for a protected guy. This was a deal for a Biden period. This wouldn't have happened for anyone else. If this were Trump, if this were Donald Trump Jr., he'd already be in an orange jumpsuit. Everybody knows that if you have any integrity, any dignity, you would admit that, but of course they don't. Let's watch. Obviously, you're already hearing a lot of shouting, oh, sweetheart deal, oh, this, oh, that. None of us really knows the details of the possible charges here and exactly what was agreed to as part of this plea, Jennifer. But how do how does one assess whether this is the type of deal that a normal person, not a president's child, would get in this circumstance? So you would look to other similar cases, right? So on the gun uh, form charge, it's very, very standard for someone in this situation who lies on the form because they're an addict. The gun is long gone, apparently only had it for a couple of weeks. It's very standard in these circumstances for this diversion to occur <laughs> and to, to wipe out the charges, assuming yeah. he successfully completes it. So that's totally standard. Mm-hmm. And the tax fraud is, is similar that's as well. Standard. I mean, he paid those taxes back a long time ago. That's something that DOJ takes very, very seriously when negotiating these deals. And I'll also say that Hunter Biden was an addict at the time. And so there was discussion of this back when this investigation got going. When you're talking about a drug addict, you have to think about whether you can prove the mens rea. If this goes to trial, is he going to be able to undercut their case about whether he knowingly and willfully didn't pay his taxes? So given all of that and given similar cases with tax fraud, this is not a sweetheart deal. It's a deal. I think it's a good deal for Hunter Biden in that he will stay out of prison and end up with only two misdemeanors on his record. But it's certainly not a sweetheart deal out of line with what happens in the rest of the country. They have no shame. It's a good deal. He doesn't go to prison. Two misdemeanors, but it's not a sweetheart deal. She is lying, flat out gaslighting. They know this isn't standard. Here's a criminal defense attorney, Arthur Adela to the Daily Mail. Quote, I've handed 100, handled 100 federal criminal cases for any ordinary person charged in connection to a $200,000 tax liability. Federal prosecutors would be recommending jail time. Plus, they've negotiated a plea deal before an arrest and even the conclusion of the discovery process. Altogether, this is kid glove treatment taken to the extreme. Of course it is. And we all know there are countless cases. There are are thousands of people in prison, lots of them uh, black, Hispanic, who are in prison for doing less than Tuck, uh, less than Hunter did. (laughs) That is amazing. John Berman says, oh, they say this, they say that. They say this, they say that. Uh, John, why don't you do your job? Why don't you look into it? See how many other people have gone to prison for committing these same crimes. Why don't you ask the DA, uh, the U.S. attorney, why they didn't bring up the laptop, John? You're a journalist. That's an idea, isn't it? Apparently not. These people are just pathetic. Uh, well, let's do the other. Uh, that was CNN. We got the uh, uh, ABC lamenting that uh, this is uh, uh, ABC lamenting that Hunter Biden uh, is a point of personal pain <laughs> for yeah. This, is this uh, Good Morning America? Hunter, is pre- he's, he's a point of personal pain to poor Joe Biden. Watch these pathetic stooges. Go ahead. Mary, let me begin with you. Boy, this case of Hunter Biden has been a source of political and personal heartache for President Biden. George. And look, the White House now is eager to move past this. They have really been trying to distance themselves from all of this, stressing that the president has never discussed this investigation with the attorney general. But you're absolutely right. There is no question that this is painful for the president personally and politically. He is a devoted father who has stood by his son throughout his struggles with addiction throughout this investigation, adamant that Hunter did absolutely nothing wrong. But it is clear Republicans are not going to drop this, despite the fact that there's nothing in this agreement to substantiate their concerns. After five years of investigating, they are not bringing any charges linked to Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings. But on the Hill, Republicans say he got off easy and they are vowing to keep up their investigations while out on the campaign trail. Republicans clearly still see this as a political opportunity, George. Okay, Mary. A political, that's from Newsbusters, a political opportunity. He's a devoted father. He loves his kids. Oh, yeah, he loves... He loves his daughter so much that, you know, when she finds those, those tough places to wash, he just jumps in the shower and helps her out. And his son is a bag man for his criminal enterprise. He used his son to be the front man to go out there and make these deals, selling access to him and enrich him 
And we know from the laptop, which George Stephanopoulos doesn't want to talk about, or John Berman don't want to talk. We know from the laptop that uh, it was all part of the plan, that he had to kick money back to dad, that he had to pay the home expenses for dad's mansion because he was using dad's name to make all the money. And dad was counting on his, uh, his share. The big guy had to get his share. God, these people are just pathetic. But what I expected, by the way, I can't even read this story. It's so disgusting. The same day, uh, Luden London Roberts, his, uh, the mother of his uh, four-year-old daughter, Navy, uh, agreed to lower the check. Lower the ch- this was the greatest day in Hunter's life. Well, the greatest day since, since I don't know, the last time uh, he had two Russian uh, teenagers n- naked in the hotel room in L.A. and a pound of crack. Uh, yesterday, not only did he get this slap on the wrist, this sweetheart deal, but he also got the child support payments in Arkansas lowered. From twenty thousand a month to five thousand a month, she agreed to that, and why she agreed to not make uh, give the kid the name Biden. She agreed to on his terms. I don't know what he did. Maybe they do what they often. Maybe they threaten to put her in prison. That's the way the Bidens roll. But I can't, it's just so disturbing. He only, he only has to pay five thousand a month. By the way, you know that scene the reporter saying that they were going to consider that he was on drugs and he's not in the right state of mind. He was making three million bucks in those two years, three million bucks for nothing. A drug addict. Who are they going to say? Oh, he forgot to pay taxes because he was on drugs. Well, he earned somehow three million dollars. You might want to ask how that happened. John Berman, George Steffi Stephanopoulos, Chucky Todd. How did a drug addict who forgot to pay his taxes, who forgot who lost his laptop, make three million bucks? Do you ever wonder that? Oh, man, we got to move. I got uh, so much to get to. Let me uh, let me get to this latest Tucker video because it's so good. And uh, the CNN producer doing time, real time. I guess he's not a Biden doing real time, but, man, does he deserve it. We'll get to that and lots more. But first, excuse me. The best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. With over 350,000 already sold, you know it works. Any smell will vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. Best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you real money. Start enjoying your home again and get several Eden Pure Thunderstorms. Right now, you could save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm free pack for home hole protection. You get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, family room, kitchen, Anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code JERRY to save $200. That's G-E-R-R-Y. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code JERRY. Shipping is free. All right, any news on the sub since I've been uh, rambling here? I haven't had anything breaking on the sub. On the sub. I'm sorry, it's not a sub. It's submersible. Submersible. Um, submersible. It seems like there's something to that banging because they're going Ooh. all in on it. So... <laughs> Banging on the pipes? Yeah, apparently they're banging something every 30 minutes. You know what's going to be really sad if they find it and can't get it up? I know. know. Time for the air to run out. It's two and a half miles down there. And they have to go slow to, you know, keep repressuring. And then they're going to recover it. It's going to just be full of, you know, dead bodies. And maybe maybe the, the other four people will kill that CEO with their bare hands when they find out that he was a celebrate cutting corners and maybe i hope i hope they were i hope they're somehow documenting either like voice memos or something whatever the hell's going on because when they eventually do find it i'm curious what happened it will be the greatest story ever if well it'd be like the chilean minus story when they came out of their live with all the lights and everything and all the people cheering if they actually survive it would just be i don't think it's possible but if it were you can almost feel it here the voices of people are reporting from you know the from whatever Newfoundland or from the Coast Guard station in Boston, the reporters are like, eh, they're, they're holding out hope. You know, we need a miracle. We're praying, but nobody thinks they're still 
alive and kicking. But what they, we what they were will... saying is they're looking for like a needle in a haystack because the the whole thing's not above water if it even is at the oh. top. It's just like a little sliver of a door. That's just picture. Up. You ever be ever on a boat in the middle of the ocean? I mean, it's just so vast that mm-hmm. the site, the area they're searching, is the size of Connecticut. Yep, that's a pretty. If we're looking for a minivan, yeah, in the size of two and a half miles down, it seems hopeless. But uh, we will see. Uh, let's get to uh, Tucker. He put out another video. It is excellent. It's about Hunter and and Biden privilege, white privilege, Democrat privilege, and Hunter enjoys. I recommend the whole thing, but a couple of couple of highlights for me. Uh, I love when Tucker just takes people apart. And he went at, he talked about Hunter selling his finger paintings. Hunter sells his finger paintings for half a million bucks, but he also sells prints, copies of his fingerprints, finger paintings for 75,000 autographed copies of a painting. This crackhead loser sold. He sold five of them for 75000 in one weekend, 375000 And then he sold a few actual paintings for half a million bucks. And we're not allowed to ask who bought them. That's secret. But, you know, Joe Biden says he's done nothing wrong. Uh, but Hunter talks about, uh, Tucker talks about Hunter's finger paint. And then he goes into Hunter's biography that he wrote that nobody bought, but Simon and Schuster paid him millions. And, uh, it's a good thing he wrote it, by the way, because that's why they had him on the gun charge, because he wrote in his book about how he was whacked out on drugs the very same time he was buying and flashing that gun and applied for the gun by saying he wasn't on drugs. So they had him thanks to the book, but nobody actually read the book. Nobody actually bought the book, but Hunter made millions. But I never I never knew this. Stephen King did a review, did a review, did a blur on the book and it's just hysterical Tucker uh, Tucker uh, gets into that here go ahead meanwhile once his father did become president corporate publisher Simon and Schuster lined up as well to pay Hunter Biden's bills according to news reports Simon and Schuster gave Hunter Biden millions of dollars for his highly selective account of his wholly unaccomplished life and then the publisher lined up brainless celebrity endorsers like Dave Eggers and Stephen King to promote it King, who apparently will say anything if it helps the party, called Hunter Biden's silly manuscript a, quote, harrowing and compulsively readable memoir. And then Stephen King described Hunter Biden himself as beautiful. Needless to say, the book sold miserably, but Hunter Biden got to keep the millions, and that was the point. And so on. This kind of thing apparently happened a lot. Again, there seems to be a story here, and we think it's probably worth learning a lot more about it and bringing it to you. In the coming weeks, we will. In the meantime, though, the question—it's <laughs> coming. Good, it's coming. Uh, and I know this is uh, low-hanging fruit. I know she's an easy target, but he also uh, manages toward the end of this twelve-minute uh, monologue, this twelve-minute video, to, to mention Corinne uh, Jean uh, Pierre, who, as we know, last week said she's a historic figure who walks in history every day. She's an historic historic figure because, as far as we know, she's the first press secretary who has sex with someone of her same sex. Do I have that right? Because there's been other, uh, other black, well, she's not, uh, I don't even know. There's been other people of color who've done the job. There's been other women, but there haven't been other women of color who have sex with women. Is that right? Well, yes, she, so she, maybe she means she's a historical figure because she's historically friggin' terrible at this job. Good, and she's the first one to paint her. I, I, lids white so maybe yeah you're right she's historically bad historically inept historically dishonest she is a person of of history but only tucker goes at her really hard because everyone else you know they're intimidated they don't want to go at the the this poor historic figure but tucker did go ahead here's a small example but we think a revealing one in addition to his many other sins joe biden has hired what has to be the single dumbest, nastiest, most dishonest, most ridiculous person he could possibly find for the very public position of White House press secretary. There's a point to it, of course. It was a humiliation exercise. It was designed to degrade the country and dispirit the rest of us. That's the White House press secretary? Shut up! (laughs) But here's the thing. The White House Uh, press... Did you miss any adjectives there? 
No, no. <laughs> uh, I miss them. Although those 12 minute things are uh, get me, uh, it's a good, get you a fix. Plus, as I said, Greg Kelly, 10 o'clock on Newsmax. He's uh, the next best thing. And Rob Schmidt too. Yes. Seven o'clock. He's damn good. He does a really good monologue. Watch the first 10 minutes. Tell me he can't, uh, he can't hold his own when it comes to doing a good monologue uh, as, as well as anyone out there. But uh, I right, quickly, let me do Shane. and then we'll tell you about this. Tell you what, what it's like to be a producer at CNN. I think they're all like this, but this guy, this guy actually got caught. So uh, we'll, we'll tell you about him and uh, tell you what, if I have time, tell you what Elon Musk has just banned from Twitter. And I love it. Excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey insulation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, his name is, uh, oh, wait a second. I want to get, his name is uh, John Griffin. He's 46 years old. He was a longtime producer at CNN, produced uh, Chris Cuomo's show. He was just sentenced to, 19 years behind bars. Not enough. You say, uh, no kidding. Rarely do you see someone get 19 years who didn't kill anyone and say that's not enough. But in this case, it's not enough. Pleaded guilty to luring a minor into sex acts. This freak who was loaded. I mean, I, I, they must pay their producers as much as I pay you. This guy is just loaded and he's a producer. Graduated from Princeton. He convinced a woman he met online to bring her nine-year-old daughter to his $2.5 million Ludlow ski house where he, where he molested the child. He also paid the mother $3,000 to fly from Nevada to Boston where he picked them up in his Tesla and drove them home and directed the girl to engage in sex acts. Ugh. This freak had the mother sexually abusing her own daughter for his pleasure. And he got caught and it's all like on um, video and audio and text. They had all kinds of evidence on him. Um, is uh, it uh, with the plea, two additional charges of enticing a minor were thrown out. Um, he was arrested December, 2021 on multiple charges of inviting girls as young as seven to his Vermont home for sexual subservience training. He wanted to train them young girls, seven, eight, nine years old. The freak is going away. It's amazing. I said, look at his picture of his $4.5 million mansion in Norwalk, Connecticut, 2.5. He's, and he's paying women through $3,000, $5,000 to molest their own daughters on Zoom calls. So you're right, Ironhead, not enough. He got off easy 19 years. Another sweetheart deal. All right, we're going to move. Oh, I think if you, if you get caught doing that kind of stuff to kids, you should get shot immediately, and then that's it. Well, yeah, I know that's a little harsh. I would go with uh, hanging, hanging, or maybe, uh, I, maybe just put him in general population Ooh, and tell everyone what he did. That or that stone him, help. stone him to death. That was always a slow one. Stone him. You know what? You know. How about this? You put him in a little tiny uh, submersible and sink him <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean. You want to go see a famous shipwreck? <laughs> <laughs> He put, put him in the bottom of the ocean and let them uh, gasp for air. Um. Here it is from uh, Elon Musk before we go. He tweeted this this morning. Repeated targeted harassment against any account will cause the harassing accounts to receive a minimum temporary suspension. The words cis and cisgender are considered slurs on this platform. Elon Musk is going to suspend people from Twitter for using this stupid made-up word cis 
are cisgender. So you, all these angry trans activists who suck attacking cis people, they're going to get bounced from Twitter. And I love it. Good for you, Elon Musk. I'm, guessing, more of that. I'm guessing he was called a sissy one or two many times when he was yeah, growing up. We, I mean, what does sis even mean? Why do you even need it? You're a cis person. No, you're just a person. You know, if you have, you can label someone else, whatever, trans, just regular normal people don't need to be labeled. Yeah, if you're, you know, if you're, if, if, if it's you're been that way for 50, right. you know, 200,000 years, it's pointless because if you're gay or something, I'm straight, but now I'm cis because you're deciding what I'm going to call myself. Which it's I, mean, all I, I mean, I honestly don't even know what it means and I don't care. No not clue. Use, not even I, I don't want to, I don't want to get kicked off Twitter, so I will not use it, but we need more of that from, from uh, Elon Musk. Keep it up. Musk. He's, he's good, man. He does. He's, he's been good. He's been great. And I look forward to his next edict from on high, which will piss off the mainstream media. And I look forward to, uh, uh, RFK Jr.'s next move. The media is going after him. We got I'm looking forward to the next move there. The LA times said he's a threat to democracy. Robert Kennedy Jr. I want to see his numbers go up. I want to see him, Make Joe Biden and the media uncomfortable. That's what we want to see. I'm enjoying it. But uh, anyway, we will leave it there for today. First day of summer, last day of life here on Earth. I hope uh, everyone enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. God save the queen, man. Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.